Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? That's toughness. That's what I'm talking about. That's what made me me. Come on now. That's how you get crazy. Chris thinks I'm nuts. Yeah, I am nuts. back we took a little holiday yeah. break right yeah 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 we did we did well, well yeah yeah it's okay we we needed it we'll see a tough couple of first episodes yeah, you know we had to rest regroup scheduling yes hectic playoffs playoffs <laughs> playoffs well it was it was a quick playoff trip here yeah it was it was very quick <laughs> i'm not laughing i'm, no, I'm no, not no, i'm no. just saying it was quick i'm laughing with you not at you yes uh so this is the Nico show with rob nikovich of espn formerly in the National Football League, of course, with the New England Patriots and yours truly, Mike Giardi, NFL Network, NFL Media. This podcast brought to you by Chalk Media. And of course, if you're not checking out the Chalk Media stuff with Chris Long, you are making a mistake. So I agree. get on that. Do it. It's good stuff. Check it out. Did you see uh, the, the Long Brothers? Yeah, I did see that. And, I was surprised. And, I was actually on a live stream watching the Eagles game um, versus the Seahawks, and I was with the Chalk Media Group. I was with Chris, mm-hmm. and he was like, did my brother just retire? Like, the whole, yeah. everything happened right then, and then he called him, and yeah, he was like, I'm retiring. Yeah, a bit of a surprise. Yeah, 31. surprise. 31. Well, that's- I mean, yeah, but- It's I, old. It's not young. It's not, not a spring not chicken, but I, I mean, you, you take into effect all the injuries have probably piled up a little bit, so, you know, he's he's ready to move on. He's made money. He's made good money. It was not right, the right. minimum he's, type guy. He, he's not hurt. Signed a big contract. So, you know, you look at some of these guys that have had a contract, and then they look at their injury status. They're like, "Yo, I don't, I don't really want to get hurt again. I'm getting tired of surgery," which I don't blame them. Right. Surgery sucks. So there, that is. There it is. Chris Long, Kyle, Chris and Kyle. They can. Yeah, they do can some hang out. Chalk media no. stuff. And now, yeah, now the the those guys together are like the toxic twins. They <laughs> they get after it. Yes, they do. You know, so <laughs> I've heard because st- Kyle's like the middle child. So yeah. you know, middle children have kind of like that. They they need attention more. They need to kind of act out a little bit. And then he's massive, right? Yes. So he is the biggest middle brother <laughs> that I feel like yeah. could potentially turn violent when brothers get after it and they start messing with each other. Yeah, you throw in a few bottles. Yeah, zingers. Of, yeah, couple, yeah, couple, yeah, but you throw a couple zings so there. Some alcohol involved and it just gets a little... Yeah, it gets ugly. Speaking of ugly... Ugly. The New England Patriots bounced in the wild card round of the playoffs. This is the earliest exit for the Patriots since January of 2008? No. No, nine. 2009, you're right. I was there. To 2008, you were... Yeah, I was, I was with the crappy... And I was with the Saints as a long snapper. Before you crappy. Before you became an NFL star. <laughs> I wouldn't say star, uh, but you know fifty sacks. Reliable, right place, right time. That's yeah, pre- yeah, that's, yeah, pre- yeah. that's pretty good. So they let you just pass rush and beat the guy <laughs> and get to the quarterback that many times? Yeah, the guy just stood there. Yeah. Ran around him, right place, right time, right? Well, I mean, you know, you're a little bit more athletic than people thought. Well, you, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm Caucasian, WD, you, you know, you high motor. Nothing. Uh, just a little, little throwback for you. Nothing used to make you roll your eyes more than when someone said that about you in the locker room. So, I mean, you know, you, you got a little bit more athleticism. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm white. Yeah, because I'm white. Yeah, because... Because I'm on the field, I must be a future coach and yeah. have a lot of <laughs> right. knowledge of the game and uh, high energy. Coach, coach on the field. Coach on the yeah. field, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Passion, <laughs> all that stuff. I get it. Code, I get it. Code words. Code words. Overachiever. Uh, yeah, there's that you know. too. Um, let's get to the big takeaway from the Patriots' loss to the Tennessee Titans from your perspective. Uh, I'm going to have to say the the inability to stop the run. You, you go and you look at the Patriots' defense this season, um, number one ranked defense, right, going into this yeah. game, um, and they give up 180 yards. Was that total, or was that it? 180 plus, right? 180 plus. 180 yeah. plus. So, um, Vrabel had that team ready to go. They had him. He had him coached up. He wasn't afraid of the boogeyman. 
he probably had a tape and, and a telestration of, look, guys, we're going to go play this team. We're going there. We're going to have to run the football, and we're going to have to take over in the running game if we want to win this football game. Because if you look at if you look at Tannehill, I mean, what do you have, 72 yards? He, he, and was, a, yeah. he threw a pick. Um, a terrible pick. Back to, you know, he threw a pick and then potentially could have fumbled the ball away on the next drive. Got a lucky bounce kind of. Got a lucky bounce, bounce right went right back it. to him. Yep. Um so that was all about running the football. And when you run the football like that, you're able to set the tone, you're able to kind of take over and I've been on teams where it's hard to stop the run and and as a defender that gets frustrating when they're having success on 8-yard, 10-yard runs. Every every time they hand the ball off, it seems like five yards, and they're at second and five. You're like, what the heck? What are we doing here? So, I th- I'd say that's my biggest takeaway: the the inability to stop the run. It was surprising um, because of the fact that they were top of the league in, in a lot of categories. Forty carries, by the way, for 201 yards. Henry had 182 oh. of those yards on 34 182 just for one guy. And how about the two minute drive? Oh, wow! Before the half, seven plays. In under two minutes, yeah. six of them runs, not even calling time. You're like they, yeah, they weren't, they were going, yeah, just going. Henry with all the touches, six carries, one catch, seventy-five yards, touchdown. I was like, I cannot believe that that just happened. But then again, when you think about the last eight or nine weeks with the Patriots, shouldn't have been surprised. They 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 eventually found their level, right? The yeah. eight no was a. It wasn't a mirage. When I, when I you was, beat the hell out of the teams, the you're, teams that to you're supposed to beat. So yep. th- that's the thing, too, in the NFL. You're supposed to beat the bad teams. And the teams that end up being six wins, not playoff teams, yeah, you're you're supposed to control those games and beat up on those teams. Um, but then you look at the, the games that were close or with offenses that were somewhat decent, and they weren't able to come through. Um, so... It's a tough one, and and the the early in the season there was a lot of hype and the the Jets game where I'm seeing ghosts and it 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 pumped up. Now they're playing, we ain't afraid of no ghosts in the stadium, and they got the the boogeyman pictures of you know and t-shirts. It's like, uh, I mean, bur- you can't wear that shirt anymore. I was gonna say, should we burn all those? I mean, if you bought a t-shirt, how could you wear it after? being bumped in the wild card and not historic. Were they historic? No. No. Maybe that's the shirt now that you wear when you're painting the living room, you know, or you're doing yard work. It's a a shirt. Hey, you're you're a car guy. You're under the car. You're changing the oil. it's coming out. If it just, yeah, Yeah, it's it's okay. If it's a black shirt, you can just do anything. You can mop up any oil, motor oil. You you got snots. You just wipe it on the sleeve. It's all good. Yeah, you you don't worry about that stuff. So if I'm selling those, I think, you know, like when you go into the garden and they got those little t-shirt carts and there's all these different things, I think those should be... Those should go away. Or maybe you, those should be, you know, like if you're the team that's supposed to, if you're in the Super Bowl, yes, half of the t-shirts go. go to another country. Yes, maybe I was about to say, third world country third world now. Where there's yeah. not like um, enough clothes for everyone. Yep. And they're just like, you see a uh, Super Bowl that the Patriots didn't win yep. and everyone's rocking it. 2007, 2008, the perfect season. The that perfect shirt's some, that's somewhere in like Senegal or something <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my big takeaway I'll do it because, you know, us media guys, we're always looking for the You angles. media guys. I know, right? I hate you guys. Tom Brady. Oh, really? Was that it? Are you going there? Was that it? He walked off the field. He uh, did kind of jog off quickly. Uh, I don't think that's not it. That's okay. Not it. It's not it. Is it it here? Ugh. And that's to me because I think. See, he, that's another. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of those like. Uh, you just sounded like Chewbacca, I think, right there. <laughs> <laughs> The voice. Oh, well. I, anyway, let's I, go. What do I, you think? I obs- Next year? I observed him in the post-game press conference, and I thought to myself, I've seen him more upset after losses. So either uh, he... either he Maybe he was ready. I was going to say, it's been such a long year. We, we've chronicled his dissatisfaction with the pieces around him, um, the challenging... The challenges that he's faced this year that in the end they clearly couldn't overcome. They averaged 20 points per game over the last nine. So they finished tops. I think they were seventh overall in scoring, but that number is so again built off of the first eight games and defensive touchdowns are counted in that. Yep. Um when push came to shove, they weren't a very good offense. That would be bottom third of the league. 
and I just felt like it was, to me, I saw a guy who was almost relieved that it was over, that this was a grind. This is So this is the one thing that I get nervous about. And I'm going to go on a little tangent here. I want go you ahead. to follow me. Go. I'm with you. Um, so I'm a big motocross. I love dirt bike stuff. I like watching the races. And I was watching a documentary on James Stewart. James Bubba Stewart's the goat, uh, the greatest motocross racer of all time. He's got the most. He's got a lot of great records. And, and I was watching this documentary on him, and he has disappeared off the face of the earth. And everyone, there's a big question mark. Where did he go? Where did James Stewart go? And this was a big documentary. He was sat down, and he was explaining where he went and what happened. And throughout his career, he was always expected to win and be a champion every single year. There was never, oh, you took third place. It was, that's good. It was, you took third place. What happened? How right. come you didn't win this year? You're supposed to win every single year. And towards the end of that documentary, he was saying that he almost would get physically sick walking into a anything with dirt bikes where you he would smell exhaust, smell the dirt. He got like physically ill because it became almost like revolting because it was such always such a hard, tall task, and everyone was expecting was so cooker, much. Right? It was a pressure cooker, and then there was injuries, and then he got older, and then it was never, okay, just go out there and enjoy yourself and and try and place as high as you can and do the best that you can. It was, you need to win. You need to win a championship every single time. And sometimes when you're in a place for a long time, very long time, and you feel the pressures and, and the outside world coming in around you, you almost turn yourself off to it. You're like, ugh, I don't even want to do that. I don't even want to smell. Happen to Grunk. I'll say that. Right. I bet you Rob, when he would walk in here, would just almost feel like, oh, I don't, this is like, I want to just do my own thing. I don't want to have to deal with this. So he walked away from the game. And going back to what I was trying to say about James Stewart, maybe Tom wasn't upset. Maybe he wasn't as upset because he needs to get the hell away from this for a little bit. He's probably, I don't know where he's at. Maybe he's in Brazil. You know, maybe he's on a beach somewhere riding horseback, um, you know, no saddle, you know, with his kids enjoying himself. Um, There could be times in an athlete's life where the grind, instead of it being a good embrace thing, becomes a, ugh, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this grind. And I fear sometimes when you have that feeling that no matter what happens, the second you get back into that environment, and I'm not saying Tom is there. I'm not saying when he walks into the Patriot building, he feels it. But all the emotions of a loss or being called out or being um, said you weren't going to be able to make it to where you're going to make it. And it comes back and you feel it all. Even mm-hmm. though it's a new year and you've taken a few t- a little bit of time off, you the off season comes around and Tom hasn't been here for the off season. He hasn't he he wants to do his own thing. Maybe that could potentially be because when he comes back around here and it, the off season starts up and it's still snowing and and you got to drive through salty roads and it's, it's crappy out mm-hmm. and you walk in the building and all the pictures have been taken down. It's a new start, but then you know, all right, I gotta go through a lot of a lot of OTAs, a lot of mini camp. And Bill's grinding. The, it, it's a grind. Josh I'm being called out. Him. Like I'm not there's nothing wrong with being called out. That's what gets you to where you need to be. But at a certain point, where is the all right, this is this guy's this is Tom Brady here. He he knows he should be rewarded and the contract stuff could be coming to effect too when you feel that you're not, I guess, valued at the level that you should be valued. It becomes a a slippery situation because there could be feelings involved. And when feelings are involved, that that's when it's tough. That's there, when it's tough. Because yeah, right. there's it could be a, a sense of I'm not I am not being respected and men, and you know all we all know this yep. as a man, when two guys want to be respected and there's not the respect it's like what is it what do you need out of it and at some point look you know when there's two dudes fighting and and the girl walks in just hey guys just make up hug it out you know (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know what the the outcome of this loss is going to be moving forward i thought before this the whole playoffs that if they were to get to the super bowl again and potentially win back to back 
make him the all-time all-time guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would be his okay, I'm good. I'm I'm ready. Yeah, but the right. way this one ended, I don't think he's ready. He said it. He said I'm not ready to to say I'm retiring. So he's going to play next year. Is it going to be here? Now it comes down to that that respect thing. Um I said this earlier in the radio. You think about the in the 20 years the Patriots and what Tom has brought to the Patriots. Bill Bill Bees, billions, not millions. Yep. What's the value of the Patriots? Four, four, four billion. Four I billion. I think so. What was it in twenty twenty one or two thousand one? <laughs> a couple hundred million. A couple hundred million. Yeah. So the value in Brady's twenty years has increased three billion dollars. Now, does Tom have something to do with that? Yeah, I would. I think he does a lot. When you win Super Bowls, think about merchandise sales alone. The the final Super Bowl championship DVD comes out. Everyone wants one. The the, mm-hmm. the media guys. Everyone wants one. Super Bowl magazine. Everybody wants one. So, you know, if I'm if if I'm in control of things, I, I would say, look, I know in football they don't want to look in the past. Guys are guys are overpaid because they say potentially he has the potential to be a big time player. So that's why we're going to pay him the contract. Tom has already has done all the things that you would want in a quarterback. He has earned the right, in my eyes, to be paid top quarterback money. Okay, but you know this place, and you know how they operate, and you know their business model. They think it's all future and it's all potential. It's not – they don't look And look, they've done some things – like Pat Pat Chung, I think has gotten contract extensions. I think they did that with Julian. I yeah. think MVP. I mean, he's not making, but it, yes. what a sl- he's not making what a top receiver he's, should he's make. Still down below, he's still the below level. the level. So it's still a good deal for it's them. Still a good deal. Even yep. if maybe they look at it and say, well, I mean, he caught a hundred passes this year, but even if they look at it and say he's not. But he's thirty three. Right. So thirty four. I didn't play at thirty three. Yeah. You know, he's going to be thirty four in a position where he gets beat up. He's got to run routes in the offseason. He's got to stay, he's got to lift, and he's taking damage he's every hurt. single year. Yeah, he's been so hurt. what's he gonna look like next year? I hope he catches hundred balls for a thousand. But if but there's no guarantees. That's a position where you're gonna get beat up. That's a position that's very risky. So in Tom's, you know, when you look at the quarterback position now, especially in today's game, if you can get a, a offensive line to protect the, your quarterback to where he's not taking a lot of hits. He's not running out of the pocket. He's not trying to take unnecessary hits. They're protecting quarterbacks now more than they ever have. For sure. We've seen it, except for the Carson Wentz play where he got demolished into the ground, which I – was that flagged, by the way? No. We'll get into that later. Yeah. We're going to get into that later. Um, I just – I think for the the organization, it would probably be best for them to offer a contract that was re- reflective of the – the respect that you have for the man and what he's done for you. Here, here's my view of the whole thing. And, and having talked to people at various levels of the organization um, and just being around Tom this year and sort of gauging his mindset. And I go back to August where it was reported by some that he said, I'm not going to join practices in Detroit and I'm not going to join practices in Tennessee until you do something about my contract. Because remember, at the start of the year, he was on the books for $15 million. Yeah. So he gets that $8 million bump, and initially it's a three-year extension, and everybody gets crazy. And then you know, within 24 hours, you find out those last two years are BS years yep. against the cap, voidable years, which is why he set to become a free agent on the uh, at the end of the league year or the first day of the new league year, March 18th. Um, so right away, he sort of flexed his muscles a little bit. So the, the money went from 15 to 23 but he's been disappointed in each of the last two years that they haven't given him that multi-year extension. So now at 42, coming off a season in which he had some of the worst numbers of his career, and obviously we've detailed it's not entirely about Tom. It was there's a lot of other factors yes. that go into that. Yeah. They struggled. At, they struggled at left tackle. They struggled at center at times. I thought Teddy Karras played well in the second half of the year, but first half of the year was still kind of a process. Marshall Newhouse was your guy at left tackle because Isaiah Wynn was hurt. 
Isaiah. A Take a risk bit. on AB. He yep, goes out and he gets work. legal so trouble. Yeah, Sanu comes in, has a nice game against Baltimore. Ankle looks like a Ankle, softball. Yep, and then he's not the same guy. Um, they get nothing out of their tight end. So there's a million things that go into it. He's not at completing 61% of his passes or whatever it was. That doesn't fall strictly on him. But some of it does. And some of his inability to work with younger receivers does. And now at 42, going to be 43 in August, does he really think? Does he really think he's getting a multi-year market value deal from the New England Patriots? You know the answer to that. Not okay. no, not he's not. I mean, he, get a he may he may hope. It's so I don't think happen. anyone's there. I think a two-year deal. Some a team is going to give him a, a, a offer a two-year deal. So if so I'm another team, dollars. Uh, if I'm another team, you guys have to look at. It. Look, this is all hypothetical. Think of it this way: I'm the Miami Dolphins, right? This mm-hmm. is just all hypothetical. You have, I think they have a hundred plus million in cap space. This. Yes. They have three first round picks. Yes. Um, they have a very, very big window here to where they can go out and they can get people in place to where that could be a negotiation type deal where you say, hey, Tom, look, we have this much in cap space. We have a lot of first round picks. We want your input on all these decisions. You're going to be our quarterback. We'll give you a two-year deal, 70 mil, 35 guaranteed. But you're going to have to help us on what we bring in here because we want to protect you, and we want as many receivers as you need to have an all-go offense. Like (laughs) big time, we want an 07, Tom Brady, bombs away, you help us. And that's kind of... Where, how you get a guy like that? Like we, just like Manning. You know, when the Colts moved on from Peyton, he went into a situation where they had a good defense, they had a good offensive line. They went out and got some pieces. They got Wes Welker. They had a, they had Thomas. They had a big time tight end. They had uh, Sanders. Mm-hmm. They had some. Yeah, they was, had a, that was a very very good offense. That was a team. built team for now, not not future. If you're a team that has cap space and you can do it now. You need Tom for 2020, and that maybe that's it. Maybe that's one year, two years max. You know, I, it'd be hard for me to say that at 45, Tom is gonna still play football. I mean, I know he wants to, but we we look. I wanted to I wanted to play football till I was 40 years old. But right. look, as a linebacker, I knew that you burn it from both ends. It you, you don't last very long. So do I want to be around? Do I want to live? Yeah. Right. I don't want to play linebacker and, and DN and smash my head into people until I'm 40 years old. Like that didn't, I played 11 years. I felt like, yeah, I'm good. I don't want to do this. You know, I, sometimes I wonder what is there, what is left? What is left there for you to accomplish that you feel like you need to accomplish that potentially puts you at a risk of injury, concussion. I mean, He's played 20 years. So Tom's probably had his bell rung a few times, right? Oh, yeah. Um, what is there left? So that was my biggest thing. I didn't have it. I, my mom asked me, Rob, what else do you have to do? You've you've done everything. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I don't, now I need to take care of my kids, you know? So, right. you know, I, I think that hypothetically, that's what other teams will do. They'll say, look, we need you for this a year to two. You're going to have some input on our decision making. And we're not going to tell you no. Let me ask you this question, because I've pondered this quite a bit over the last whatever second half of the season and, and certainly in the last couple of days as you sort of go over the, the wreckage of the end of the season. Is he, Tom Brady, at 42, going to be 43, is he now the kind of quarterback that can lift all boats like he did earlier? When you know What did we talk about, Tom, for many, many, many years? doesn't matter what you surround him with. You know, David Givens was what a seventh round pick, and this variety of things that you put around him. Yeah, he took you. I get that. He helped take you to the AFC title game in 2006 with Rache Caldwell and Gaffney, who had been signed off the street, and I, I, David Thomas was playing tight. Like that was not a a team chock full of weapons. And back in his day, you know, the 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 the, the guy I throw to is the open guy. I'm not forcing it to anybody. I see the whole field and I I distribute. I, I I find the strengths of these guys. And now as you've gotten later into his career, it's like, well, this guy doesn't do what I want. He's not where he's supposed to be. And so this year, with clearly diminished people around him, he wasn't able to lift 
is he going to get better at 43 than he was at 42? He dealt with, as I reported, you know, was the tennis elbow, which people freak out Does about. Tennis elbow go away? That's my thing. No, no, it doesn't. No, it's a degenerative it's degenerative. condition. It's like I have, I have tendonitis in my knee. Right. If I run a lot, guess what? It comes back. Just like when I was playing, right. I, had ten, I had tendonitis. And don't you have good days with it, bad have, days? Exactly. And that's what he had with the elbow. But then he hurts the foot late in the year. So the whole notion that. He trains differently, and because he trains differently, he doesn't deal with the things that other people do. So that's that that I disagree with because he gets hit. Yeah. If you get hit and you're a grown man, yep. doesn't by, matter who you are. If a, if a big man hits you hard and lands on you, Thank there's you. potential for an injury. Does does Tom have toughness to fight through injuries? Absolutely. I, he doesn't I would, miss games. I would never, ever question Tom's toughness because he'll get hit. He might be in pain. He might be... He might get his bell wrong, but guess what? He'll gather himself, he'll get up, he'll give a thumbs up to one of his offensive linemen because I've seen him do it, and he's good to go, even though maybe inside he's like, I can't show that I'm feeling this, but I'm going to keep going here. And I think the guy is is one of the toughest and the best teammate, one of the best teammates I've ever had is it's Tom Brady, hands down. Constant professional, mm-hmm. very tough, holds people accountable, um, so that being said, I think there's a lot of value in that, in have bringing in a guy like that. So I still look at Brady, Rob, as a, as a winning quarterback. I still look at him as a good quarterback, but I think at this point of his career and now the, you know, he had the Achilles thing two years ago, we had the knee thing, like there, there are things that have added up now. So I almost look at him now at, th- at this point and say, He's still good enough to win with, but I can't expect him to carry my football team weekly. He, Mike, he, let me ask you a question. He'll give it to me in spots. Let me ask you a question. Yes. If you guarantee Tom 30 million, 30 to 35 million, if you're another team, does the excitement of Tom Brady being your starting quarterback for that season make that money back plus some? Oh, for sure. If you're like the LA Chargers, yeah. which is the team that's been mentioned a bit, and I know there's some sort of mixed feelings. I, Willie McGinnis said on our air on NFL Network that Giselle doesn't like Los Angeles, which is interesting because they built that house in Brentwood. But although they yeah. never really well, lived in it, they it sold it for twenty five million more than what they built it for. <laughs> Business. That's that's <laughs> awesome. Imagine, hey, I'm going to build a house. I'm going to sell it for double yep. of what I paid. Money makes money, right? Wow. Um, yeah, I think there's certainly places. You know what's an interesting one to me? Again, just sort of spitballing. Indianapolis has a roster built to uh, win now. I know. One restaurant, St. Elmo's. It's good. I, right. You eat the shrimp and your nose explodes. <laughs> but but I, that's a team that, that they, they got a great offensive line. Yuck. T.Y. Hilton. They could probably use another weapon or two offensively. Yeah. They've got a good defense. Quarterback killed him this year. And I like Jacoby, and I thought he was doing a great job. Jacoby, if they signed Tom, he'd be like, I can't get away from this guy. (laughs) But so I'm just sort of spitballing. Like, for a year? And Hoyer. They'd be like, are you kidding me? Yeah, right. Seriously. God. Um, But would that elevate them into a legit Super Bowl contender? Maybe. I think the second anyone signs Tom Brady, they're a Super Bowl contender. Every time he's on the – every team that Tom has been a part of, He's been in contention for the Super Bowl. He's in the playoffs. He's in he's in in the tournament, so to speak. So, if if he goes to another team, there's automatically if you looked at like the pre Tom Brady odds of the Super Bowl appearance before Tom signs with any <laughs> right. team, the second that he jump. signs, right. it's going to go up. Yeah. His, the odds are going to change. So, if you're a team that is looking to make a splash. Why not? Why not? And then you, can't get, you get into a bidding war. Game. You're not Tom's that that's the thing too. The Patriots won't get into a bidding war. There's not going to be a back and forth. It's going to be well, we gave you that last year and you know, we came well, up did, short. Didn't we see Rob already the the uh, the Peter King comments? I mean the the Rob Kraft Robert <laughs> I mean, I, look, the I Robert was, Kraft comments to Peter King that came out in the in the story yesterday on Monday morning. Uh we hope and pray Tom's here. I'd love to have him back. If he doesn't come back, I'd like to see him retire. But he went into this whole spiel about how it was Tom who asked for the no franchise tag and the no transition tag. Tom wants to control his own future. 
But don't we all? Don't know, we all want to control? But my point is that they're setting this up to well, put it on him. We didn't. We we wanted him back. You know, we 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 told him we wanted him back. But I mean, we couldn't go to this level. So if he goes, it's on. It's we're not the bad guys. He's the bad guy. If you're going to put blame on somebody, don't put See, the blame I, on I, us. They're already setting they're, it up. They're for that. doing that. They're going to do that. But if you're if you are a, a a Tom Brady fan, and there's millions of Tom Brady fans out there that love and adore him, you got to support his his decision and want to be in control of his own destiny. There's nothing worse than having no control over what's happening to you. I mean, it's. I'll go back to you know I was 32 off season before I decided to retire, and I think I was going to make. I know I I can't you can't say numbers to just people that are listening because, you know it, it's like if I talk to my dad about a contract he'd be like he's a, you know iron worker made 100 grand a year and then you say well I'm only making 1.5 like it's hard to say that but. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it in this sense. If you are a veteran that started and made a lot of plays and you're a very big piece of something and you make 1.5 base and then there's another guy who never played for your team is going to come in and make five to six, you're like, what? Right. I mean, I can remember back when they signed Jabal Sheard. I was a starter. He came in and was going to make more double than what I was making. But And, and they called me. Matty P called me. And... When he called me, I was like, this is odd. Like, he's never, ever called because I think they knew we signed this guy. Rob's going to probably look at his contract and be like, oh, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then they readjusted my contract to match, kind of be similar. But I was still the starter and making a lot of plays. And I was underpaid. I'm not going to lie. I was underpaid. But I don't. At, at the end of the day, I won championships, and I'm okay with that. Um, but over time, that doesn't sit well. And, you know, I can remember, you know, having conversations with Bill and him saying, look, I've never signed a 32-year-old defensive end to a contract extension, you know? But, you know, and so they... it, it doesn't it doesn't bode well for your, your future. So then you look at your you look at where you're at and where you're feeling and, and what you have to go through. And then you make a decision, a business decision for your family and for yourself. Um, and then they, you know, then they sign... Bennett to a at 33 to yeah. a five million dollar contract yeah. or whatever he guaranteed him. So that worked out. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, I, I just think that as a football player and, and you put yourself through all those things, you should have control and say with what happens and where you go. And, you know, in, in my particular case, it was a football thing and it was a it was a, a body risk versus reward. If a race car driver or a drag race guy or somebody said, hey, you're going to go 250 miles an hour, 200 miles an hour. If you hit the wall, you're you're probably going to be messed up mm-hmm. and we'll give you a uh, hundred bucks to go around the track. Yeah. Eh, eh, I don't know if yeah, I, it's probably not the greatest. We're going to, you know, those guys make a lot of money now. Yeah. We're going to pay you uh, 15 million. All right. I guess where do I sign up? We got the Hans device. I get the helmet. <laughs> yes. All right. I guess I'll go try it. You know, so everything is a risk and a reward. And, and I'm not taking back because look, my dad was an iron worker. He'd go work and be he could have potentially died a lot, but mm-hmm. and he wasn't making millions of dollars. So there's people out there that have dangerous jobs that aren't making that. But the electricians aren't making a minimum wage because there is risk involved in that. Mm-hmm. And lives depend on them. So they make accordingly to what they should make, which is it's a it's valid to where if you're a productive player and you have value, you want to be able to control where you go. And you want a respectable return for what you produce on the field. And Tom Brady clearly has value. He has value. He has value here. So look at the Buffalo game. And he's going to have value somewhere else. The Buffalo game, everyone was saying, look at, you know, he's falling off a cliff, this and that. In the Buffalo game, he looked amazing because they ran the football. He had a lot of time in the pocket. Short, quick. Short, quick passes. Throw a pass over 20 yards. Nope. Get the ball out of his hands, and that's the recipe. That's been the recipe. What, what happened last year? They ran the football. They had James Devlin. They had a healthy offensive line. They had the they had Trent Brown, the biggest, strongest, baddest dude on the field, <laughs> yes. mowing people down. Yep. And look, you lose him, you you get a first round pick. He gets hurt. He's got an Achilles. You have to deal with things that are that are unseen. But looking at Tom's future, I think he still has the fire to go out there and play at a high level. He's going to do it. He's going to try it because, look, there's some – Tom, look, I've said this to people too. There's a bit 
that Tom has got that crazy eye in him. Mm-hmm. He's got the crazy he eye. He definitely does. So if he's pissed and motivated, he's ready to go. He'll roll. And, you know, he's motivated right now. He, he's not pissed, but he's motivated. But if you piss him off and he's motivated, there's no telling. Yeah. Well, I feel like we could, first of all, I know that in the next two months as we continue this podcast, we're going to be talking about this because they have until, again, they have until the 17th to work a deal out with him before he hits free agency. So maybe that happens, you know, cooler heads prevail. They come to a nice number and agreement and they continue their relationship or we get to the 18th and the, the Tom Brady free agency tour starts, which will just be absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. Um, so I, I, I'm going to cut the conversation off now because there's other stuff we want to do. Yep, let's um, do it. So let's go light now. Let's go light. Let's let's, go, let's, let's lighten yeah, it up a little yeah, bit. Let's have we're, fun. We're deep in our yeah, feelings people are probably here. Like, yeah, like, geez. Let's go light. Let's yeah. go light. Let's go Ninko Stinko. Ninko Stinko. Okay, we're going to go Ninko Stinko really quickly, and then I'm going to go into a pet peeve because it happened to me yesterday. Okay, I like we'll that. We'll get into that. So I'm going to go Stinko. I'm going to go Josh Allen and Stinking. Ninko Stinko. <laughs> what happened there? The moment. The <laughs> yeah. pressure. Yeah. The moment got to him. And well, he's a young guy. He's a young quarterback. I can even go McCown, too, with the Eagles. That was tough, too. Fourth down, take I, a sack. I feel bad for him. I do. I feel bad. He had a hamstring, maybe. Yeah, he's like know, pulled right? his butt cheek. Yeah, he did. Something. He did. He like hurt he his gave, butt. Yeah, he's he grabbing did. He's his like, butt. Um, anyway, but I'm going Allen in Buffalo because they had that game. Yeah. They had control of it. and They, they let, dominated for they three They dominated quarters. it, and then they let it go. And it, look, as a football player, you're told you got to play 60 minutes. You got to play the whole game, and we've seen. I've played. I've been in it. I've been in it. The Super Bowl. My last game as a pro. Any game is possible to get back into the game if the other team doesn't execute and they don't play the the right way and they they mess up on their game plan. That was a the freaking terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible can, game. Can I ask you when though, you watch that? You're like, what are we doing? What was the worst? Because there was the two sacks. That was the, the fourth down. But even the that and then the the, the, the the they got so lucky. His dis- decision after he runs the ball and gets to the fifty, they're at the fifty with a minute and four seconds left, and he decides to lateral the football. Like, dude, just go down. You're in great field position. So you need bad. a couple more plays, and you got kicking a field goal. So bad. Oh, uh, I, I mean that that you want to so, talk about having a long off. I was zero for four on my wild card Ooh. picks. So so much for. I'll give you the so-called expert. <laughs> so that was bad. That was really, really bad. And then, yeah, I'd have to go with the the Eagles. I picked the Eagles. I thought they had the mojo, I even though too. they've had a lot of injuries. Uh, Wentz goes down. Yeah, that's it. He's not injury-prone, people, by the way. Thank I'm you. not saying he's injury-prone. A concussion, hitting the head is a concussion. It doesn't. That's not because your ankle or your knee – he got. He was going down to the ground, and a big, huge man jumped, freaking torpedoed into his head can and we just, smashed his head we, into the ground. You tease this. Did Jadavian? That that was a spear. Was that not a dirty play? A spear. That's 100%. a dirty play. How was he not? Fla- was he flagged? He wasn't flagged, and it doesn't look like he's going to get fined. How? I don't know. That, isn't that the the so called uh, plays we're going to fix to get make this game safer yep. and and uh, the commercials of the NFL the, the safer game for a safer future all that, that stuff with the helmets and and we're teaching the new ways to play that's all that's all propaganda because they don't want their game to lose any more money. You wanted to say bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. That and that specific play. Is a is a is a play where you're like, how do they not see a quarterback going down to the ground, a defensive player, and I'm a defensive player coming over and making contact with his head to his head and driving his head into the ground? I've seen you do that before, not with the helmet. I'm I've seen you like dive. I dive over, over. right? Yeah, shoulder. Yeah, arms. Arms. Not head. No head comes in after. Obviously, because as, as you're going, we talk about this all the if time, right? If your head makes contact first, you put it down. Yeah. And your your trajectory is high and like a diving into a swimming pool, low, you hit your head first. That's because you're 
putting your head into it. Your arms are can be there first. Yeah. If you protect yourself when you're falling, your arms come first, not your head. Right. Yeah, it was dirty. I felt bad for him because it's now he's going to have to listen to that again until they get yeah, to the postseason yep. next year or yep. the year after that or whenever it happens. Um, and he was playing well. He was playing well. Um, elsewhere in the na- oh no, you want to do your pet beef? Go. Oh man, yesterday I'm in my truck and I park and another car. I leave. Oh, I, saw, I saw the picture. I put on, on my Instagram. <laughs> the other car gave me four inches to get into my car. I I squeeze in there. I open the door. There's no way I can get in the car. I wanted to. I wanted to do like a Hulk Hogan powered like power bomb yeah. on this car's hood and just. I wanted to run all over the hood. I wanted to do jumping jacks on the top of the roof. I wanted to destroy this car, but I didn't. I didn't do it. I had to climb through the passenger side, get in my car, climb over the console, get in, get out. Then I had to park and look for a dent because if there was somebody in there, they had to just open the door. But yeah. they didn't. They didn't open it. They weren't obviously. They couldn't get out. That's a <laughs> if if you see somebody there, don't park there. There's plenty of spaces. Yeah. Work on your cardio. Get your heart better and better shape. Walk a little bit. <laughs> Jeez. And uh, I parked somewhere where there's nobody around me. There was nobody. Nobody. And then the car comes right next to me. Son of a. You didn't leave a note. I should have. Yeah, I didn't have paper. I, I should have just. I would have. I would have actually run out, gotten some paper if I didn't have paper. Come back and left the note. That pissed me off. Strongly wording my displeasure with their parking job. Yeah, a hole. Because that is just respect this, another man's vehicle too. Well, like, yeah. yeah, and I like to keep my stuff clean. I'm a very particular person. I, I all my stuff. I like. I can't have a dent in my car. I can't. I'll get it instantly. My wife backed into my truck once with her car, <laughs> two cars damaged in one incident. Your own, you own. I'm like, what? I. She's like, I was waving at the FedEx guy. It's okay. I love you. It's not your fault. We all make mistakes, but I got to get them fixed. I had, then I did damage in her car. I was my dog. Rest in peace, Ruby. I love you. She's gone now. Um, I took her to the animal hospital and I was looking behind me to like, I was doing one mile an hour looking behind me, talking to her and I hit one of those energy trucks. You know how they have those, uh, it's like a massive hitch with like the hook yes, on it where yes. they can pull anything out yeah. of any, anywhere. I hit that and it happened to hit like the sensor, which like is the most expensive thing on the car. Damage broke three, three G's, 3,500 oh. bucks to oh. fix everything. Ugh, that's I want to do a body shop. Shout out to today's collision. I need to own a body <laughs> shop because he makes cash. Straight cash, homie. Big cash. Because everybody messes their car up. I don't care who you are. You hit somebody, somebody hits you. I'll see a, a chick like scraping off the snow from her hood with like an ice scraper. Yep. And you see the paint coming up. Yep. Jeez. Scratch a red Jeez. off. Scratching it. I did that it's one time. Coat. Same thing. I was I was uh pre GPS era. I had an old pre GPS. Must- yeah, uh, I could see the silver. Yeah. Right had <laughs> had the uh had the old Mustang. The map? Did you have the map out? No, no, but I was like, <laughs> I had the directions written down. So I'm like looking at the street and it was nighttime and I thought I had my foot depressed on the brake. I just had an automatic. Yeah. And it was just rolling just a little bit. Yeah. And I hit the car in front of me with the towing ball. Yeah, the toy that it'll... broke the bump, front bumper. Yeah, in half. Oh, it's and so you know the car was at eighty six or something. You, you just don't, rolled. You, don't, you just rolled with you it. You don't find you don't find those bumpers. You got to go to like junkyards. Yeah, and they got to yeah. find them. It was a whole thing. It's got to be a pain. different color. You got a, a red pain, car. Yeah, it's a blue a, bumper. Yeah, or something like that. It was a pain like in the ass. It was before your big time, you know, pod <laughs> guy. Yeah, right? yeah, you big know, big, big time. time. The uh, Nico show. I'm going to transition to story time. I had a story okay. last week that, or two weeks ago that I didn't tell. And then I told you guys it, and I was like, damn, I should have told that story. So my son's playing hoops, right? He's a five-foot-four guard. You know, he's 13. He's growing. He's long, skinny. Uh, decent player. So I go to the game. I haven't seen him all year because their, their games have conflicted with Patriots games. Yeah. So I, I get to finally get a weekend to see him play. And he starts first time down the floor, second time down the floor. Second time down the floor, he's playing defense. And he's already got his hands on his shorts. He's bending over. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I'm like, is he that is he out bubble of shape? Guts? He got bubble guts. How's he how's he out of shape? Like, what are we doing here? Oh no. Like you're 13. When you were 13, couldn't you just run forever? I don't know. I was a chubby kid, so I don't know. Uh, he, he, he was, was a little a, doughy. Yeah, doughy. Little, little Big doughy. dough boy. <laughs> well, all right. When I was 13 years old, I, I could run forever. Yeah. 
You still look like you could run. I, I got yeah, you uh, got decent, yeah, I, yeah, I got some but, running. So I'm like, no way is a son of mine going to be out of shape at 13. So at halftime, I walk over to him and I go, what are you, what are you doing? What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm like, two times down the court, you're holding your, your shorts. Don't worry about it. Oh, so no. whatever. So after the game, I tell him, he gets in the car. They got, they, by the way, they got crushed. They were losing 18 Is that a short incident? <laughs> no. So he gets oh. in the, he gets in the car and I say, I, I think you gotta, I, I think I gotta take you to the gym. I, you gotta get in shape. That's embarrassing. What are you talking about? I'm in shape. I was like, second time down the floor, you're holding your shorts. Dad, that was a breathing exercise I was doing. BS. Get the hell out of here. BS. You can't kid a kidder. That's bullshit. You're yeah, get out of yeah, here. So he get just, out of here. I he, thought he had a, I thought maybe he sharded no, or something. No, 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 no. No, the, he, I think he did that the other day when he ate like 52 fried pickles, <laughs> which may be why he can't run up and down the floor a yeah, couple times. Fried even, pickles are good, though. Even though he weighs like 80 pounds. So that little. But let's see. What, what is that? What grade is that? Eighth, eighth grade. grade is eighth, eighth grade, grade. I was 185 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> How tall were you? Like six foot. Okay. Well, it's six foot, though. That's, that was a big kid. That's fairly. I went to go try out for football. Like I never played pee wee. I played one year of pee wee in fifth grade, but I played varsity because I was 145 yeah, pounds. Your weight limit, in right? fifth grade, I was 145. Weight limit in eighth grade was 135 at that time. I don't know if it's changed now. They put me in garbage bags. Like they cut arms like holes in a garbage <laughs> bag, taped it around me, ran me around the field until I cut to like 135. That doesn't seem healthy for a no. I was gonna say if you kid, if, if someone, a fifth grader, if someone did that these days, there'd be lawsuits and something. The, the news team. Imagine would be here that. Imagine that. now if a parent saw their kid running in a garbage bag to lose weight to make weight. Unbelievable! Isn't that cool? Oh, be, you, Isn't that cool? That's were, toughness. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. That's what made me me. Come on now. They, they That's were, how you get crazy. Chris thinks I'm nuts. Yeah, I am nuts. That, I'm a little psycho. There it's okay. Would, there would be lawsuits. There would be lawsuits. There would be lawsuits these days, for sure, if that happened. Um, just a random aside on that, I watched a documentary on Iowa wrestling like a long time ago. ESPN did this thing. It was like a, a season I with. I wrestling. You want story time of wrestling? But I'm just Ugh. telling you. I'm telling you. So Iowa was like- you You're know, a wrestler? That's like the oh, no. no. Did no, you no, wrestle? No, I wrestled God, no. one year. They, what they did to their either. bodies was unbelievable. Oh, how they cut weight. Oh. So I, I know from MMA and, and talking to Chandler and his brother- John, um, speaking of crazy, how to cut weight, right? Yeah. So these guys, I I can cut weight pretty pretty good because it's there's like a there's a system on how you cut the most weight, and it you you get in a sauna, you do like a bike in a sauna, and <laughs> you go until you're gonna pass out. Sure, healthy. you get out of the sauna, and then you towel dry everything off, so you get all the moisture off your body, then you go back in. Then you do repeat the process over and over and over again. And there's times where you're like loopy. You feel like you're going to fall out. Um, but that's what these guys do. They starve themselves. They don't drink anything. They get in the sauna. They sweat it out. They make weight. And then they just house food, water, everything. And then so like you could fight. Say you're an MMA guy. You weigh in. You could be potentially 15 pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, you know, like you could just blow up and get weight. Like you, you just gain yeah. all that weight back because you're so water deprived, which I would do because we'd have to make weight here and we, you know, like mid season, sometimes I'm 265, 268 and I got to be 260. So I got to be 260. So I'd make myself 260 and then I'd go eat breakfast and be 260, <laughs> 265 for practice. You know, would you be excited for that breakfast? Oh, yeah. I've I got like, great yeah. breakfast here. I know, but I'd be like, you know, I just starved myself and I nearly fell out. So one time, one time I got on the scale and I was 262. And Ted, our Ted Harper is our guy. I look at him. I say, hey, you want, I can go back in the sauna and lose two pounds. You know, like I can do it. He's like, oh, you're good. I got a fine <laughs> See, for so you, two pounds. Like, yeah. like it was like 1250, 1200 bucks. I'd be pissed. I was like, I'm <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry, dude. I was yeah, like, go. what the hell is this? <laughs> that pissed me off. Yeah, that ain't right. No, because yeah. I could have lost two pounds. I could have went and lost two pounds. I'd, I'll go get. I'll go lose two pounds. Yeah, rather than give up. Rather than lose 15, 20, 12, it was like 1250. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like a very good thing for your body to, to withhold water and whatnot. 
No, it's not. It's not good <laughs> nah. for your long-term health. But those like, guys are ripped up, man. All right, I want to hit you one one last thing yep, before we uh, we wrap this up. But just yeah, your view of the upcoming weekend. We've got the Ravens versus the Titans. Titans. We have Kansas City hosting Texans. the Texans. Do the underdogs have a shot in either one of those games? Uh, I man. You know, like a puncher's, like a fighter, a, a puncher's chance of getting a knockout here. Um, I, you could potentially have a situation where the bye week negatively affects your the way that you can come out and get back into a groove. Some of these teams, like the Ravens, Kansas City, they're on a groove and their offense is clicking and their defense yeah, is playing well. Lamar hasn't played in three weeks because yeah. they so sat Lamar hasn't played 17. in three weeks. You can come back out there and be late on your throws throw a pick because of timing, guys are off, they're not ready to play. And a team like, I could see Tennessee being coming off a big win. Feeling good. They're feeling good. They just ran for 200 yards. Look, this is the blueprint. Let's go out. We're going to play a Ravens team that they're explosive offensively. We have to control the ball. We have to run the football because that gives us time of possession. You take time of possession away from the Ravens. You could potentially get one turnover, which that's the game. That's the outcome in these playoffs. So, yeah, I think there could be an upset. I I think I'm not taking the Titans, but I think the Titans, if they have a the success on the ground that they had versus the Patriots, could potentially knock off the number one seed with that game plan, with that blueprint. Yeah. Um. I it's hard for me to think that the the Texans would go into I, Kansas I have, City. I have no faith with the, the up Texas. and down way they play. And then last week they didn't play. I don't like their defense. Uh, they didn't. No. They don't tackle their, well. Their defense is going to get shredded yeah. up by Kansas City. Yeah. I think Kansas City. I th- and I think the weather as of right now is supposed to be good. So I could see Kansas City putting up in the high thirties. Yeah. So I don't see rolling. Kansas City losing. NFC. We've got Seattle. At Green Bay, and we have Minnesota going to San Francisco. Underdogs and those. No. Yeah, I don't, I, I, Seattle's I don't, hanging on by a thin Seattle, thread. I don't think Seattle gets it done. I think that their biggest, their Achilles heel was having success in the running game, set up all their play action. They were a very balanced team. Carson goes down. Penny goes down. You bring in Lynch. Yeah, he's he's been okay. Mm-hmm. Low red, like when you're in, within the five-yard line. Yeah. He doesn't have the burst that you would expect. He's a big back. You got to respect him as a football player. I respect him, but he's not he's not what they had. You know, he's not that explosive one-two punch. Penny's in the game screen. Guys quick as lightning. Mm-hmm. Um Carson's in, you know, power, fast, fast power, yeah. north south, yards after contact. Um so I think that the Packers and the home field advantage helped them. You know, especially if it's freezing. I don't know what the temperature or temperature is going to be this weekend. Um, so I'm going with the Packers, and then you know, 49ers are they're going to roll. I think. Yeah, I think the 49ers. I think, the 49ers I think they're going to be the Super Bowl. Yep, I do too. Shout, I think, out, shout it, out to Jimmy G. It's either going to be a 2013 rematch of the Super Bowl, oh, ra- yeah, like Ravens. the New Orleans. Yeah. It was uh, Ravens 49ers. Ravens came out on top, or it could potentially. Which wouldn't this be pretty sweet? Could, it could be a Kansas City 49ers matchup. That would be pretty sweet. That'd be cool. And that, that Ravens-San Francisco game in the regular season was a hell of a game in the rain in Baltimore. One of the last second field goal yep. by Justin Tucker. All right, that is going to wrap up this episode of the Ninko Show. Wrap it! We'll be back next week to talk more about playoffs and... All other right. free, hey, other there, fun stuff. There are other free agents on the Patriots that we didn't even, yeah, we haven't whoa, even thought we'll about. Into, we'll yeah, and there's some, plenty of big names. Some boogeymen. We'll yes, we will. Free agents. All right, Nico, good stuff. Kevin, awesome. Peace out.